What's good, everyone? My name is Luis Torres. This is episode 216 of True to Size. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to True to Size. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I'm joined by half of the rest of the quarantine team at Canada Got Soul, Mr. Joel Hernandez. Yeah, eh? There we go. Yeah, that's what we're doing this week. The other half of the quarantine team, Mr. Alvin Martinez, could not be here today. He had to attend mm-hmm. to a sick daughter, but just in time, I was able to secure another sneaker father to come on and replace him seamlessly. You'll not even notice the difference. And for the fifth, <laughs> fifth week in a row or the fourth week in a fourth oh, episode nope. in a row, yeah. fourth episode in a row, we have a guest. That means I get to give them the uh, celebrity intro. So here we go. I'm pretty proud of this one. Okay. So already introduced himself, whatever. All right. Bars, 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 bars. Joining us from the desert with a collection as hot as the Arizona sun. Sun. Oh. Three minus two equals one. And that's how many marathons this man has run. Run. They say written word media is dead. Well, he'd say it's back. His name is Luis Torres. But to him, or sorry, fuck, I fucked it up. (laughs) Shit. His name is Luis Torres, but call him LT on the track. Track. (laughs) Damn, I fucked it up. I I spelled something wrong, and I was like, what was I trying to say? (laughs) Typo, typo. Luis, thanks for being here. Yes. Thank you. And despite the uh, unfortunate delivery of the intro, I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> really, honestly, it's going to set the tone for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so I hope, hope you're ready for that. <laughs> uh, for those of you unfamiliar, hopefully you're all familiar already. First of all, as I said, Luis is joining us from Phoenix, Arizona. You're in Phoenix, Phoenix, right? Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix. Phoenix, Phoenix. So it's very Phoenix. warm there. Uh, the and it's also, yeah. The other six? The other six. <laughs> What's the what's the Phoenix area code? 602. 602. Oh, 602. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Wow. The other, the other six. cities, as they say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Luis is a former co-worker of mine, current pain in the ass, and current <laughs> uh, editor-in-chief at Nice Kicks, which is like Woo. pretty cool. Yeah. I remember when he told me he got that Let's gig, go. I was like, that's great. You're not, you still can't leave, but that's great. Good for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, we'll get into all that later. That's a, uh, I mean, pretty prestigious position for a prestigious guy. So yeah, we'll get yeah, into uh, talking about that in a bit, but first we've got a great show for you all this week. We've got some more dramatic news unfolding. I like that. We have like the news guy here too. Like there's no yeah. one better to talk about sneaker news. Than, He's like right sorry, there. Yeah. Not sneaker news. Talk about nice kicks news. Then. <laughs> ah, um, yeah. <laughs> Some dramatic news unfolding as another brand drops a high-profile roster member. Then we are getting into a very hypothetical NSR that's probably going to get us thinking. And after that, we're going to get into things with Luis. He's playing a round of 21 guestions. He's going to get into his life as a sneaker writer, how he's seen it progress, and what exactly an editor-in-chief does. Because as far as I know, he doesn't do a whole lot. But first, Joel. (laughs) Fire round. Yes, the fire round. We have that. Yeah, see that? We got that nice kicks budget see now. That? Um, <laughs> yes, the fire round. We'd like to start a, the show with a quick hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from me because. So I got to thinking. So 
this is kind of inspired by the lost and founds coming out. It's now mm-hmm. by the time this episode comes out, T minus one week because this episode will drop on Saturday. <laughs> and everyone is like all excited, all excited in general, but all excited because this new pair has this new fancy insole. If you guys have seen this, it's supposed to make them more comfortable. So Jordan one, Jordan one is going to be more comfortable. Whoa. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to know how much does comfort actually play a role into your guys' sneaker purchases? Cause I feel like it's a comment that everyone makes like, Oh, they're so uncomfortable. Oh, this they're so, Oh, I love new balances. They're so comfy. Like, Okay, let's pump the brakes here. If we were going comfort, I don't think any of us would be doing. This is my answer, by the way. If <laughs> yeah. we were doing comfort, I don't know if anyone of any one of us would be buying Nike or Adidas or any of those things. So it can't be that important for me, honestly. For all the stuff you see sitting behind me, Jordans and Nikes, and comfort is very minimal. I'm not gonna lie. As long as my foot is not like bleeding. And it the shoe fits <laughs> properly. I'm probably still gonna wear it. Like still wear it, yeah. realistically, like if I'm doing comfort, I'm probably gonna wear a pair of slides or like Birkenstocks. Like that's that's comfort or Skechers. Like that's comfort. Mm. I'm not buying a Jordan One because I'm like, oh yeah, I need some comfy shoes for going out. Like no, no. And anyone who says they are, are lying. So, but anyways, Joel, how about you? How much does comfort actually play a role? You're a little bit oh, of man. the elder statesman, so maybe yes. <laughs> yes. Ancient, ancient, ancient. but yeah, man, like as, as you get older and, you know, you get the kids and then, you know, your back starts going from running around after them and shit like that. And, you know, like chasing the dog across the street that has no leash and stuff like that. <laughs> you want the comfort. Trust me, you want comfort. And like with Air Jordan ones, for instance, it's like, like if I do wear them, like anything that's flat, like that has that flat footbed. I have to have like an insole in them, like insoles, by you know the God of Grace, like it's it it's helped me a lot, like with with anything and everything, and and you know it saves me from the back pain because you know when you get older you get man the back pain, the knee pain, everything pain, like you know what I mean. So <laughs> yeah, for me right now, like if I were to speak like right now, it's definitely a plus that it's comfort. Damn, you know you're making yourself sound so old, bro. Like you're not because I am. Old. I'm not lying, bro. I'm not lying. It's, it's, it's a fact, yo. Like, yeah. Man. All right, Luis is like a mix because he's young, but he also has a kid. So, <laughs> how much? Uh, how much does it play a role for you, Luis? I feel old, man. Especially after working with you, <laughs> feels like an eternity. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I mean, it's like. I mean, kind of to your point, right? It's it's a nice plus. Like, I'm not expecting that when I'm buying a shoe. Like, I'm just like, oh, is that is that cool? I mean, obviously, it's nice now that New Balance is hot because that's just yeah. you know two birds one stone. Like, yeah, like I'll cop these Joe Fresh goods. Oh yeah, they're comfy as shit. Nine ninety, <laughs> you know, like uh, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I mean, granted, I'm 24, but like, yeah, if if something's comfy, like it helps. But that's not why I'm buying shoes. Or that I mean, it's different though when it comes to running. Obviously, yeah. That's, but the strictly performance, like then I'm like, all right, comfort means something different there. But that's really the only time where I'm like, I really need to feel the benefits of the shoe before I buy it. Yeah, totally agree. I think it goes without saying that a performance shoe needs to be comfortable. When I was yeah. making my big grandiose statement, I hoped that was implied. I might, I do not want bloody feet when I'm running. So just to be clear for everybody, um, <laughs> if you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answered on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at canthagotsoul at gmail.com. 
Next up, the CGS picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop-de-whoop, or Joel's trademark phrase. Cute. Just cute. Um, Because I can't say like, you know. Yeah, you can't say it like Alvin. No one one can say it like Alvin. That's all right. We'll splice in him saying it. Act yeah, like yeah. he's here. Um, I should have said the CGS pick sponsored by uh, Nice Kicks because I was going to yeah, like exclusively use Nice Kicks articles, but they're not paying for this spot. So sorry. Um, <laughs> we'll talk to their advertising department after this. I'm going to go first. <laughs> and my pick this week is coming up quick, almost like sneaky quick because Lost and Found Fever has taken over the sneaker world since the calendar turned over to autumn. But mine is the AMM Air Jordan 4 that's coming up next week, next Wednesday or Thursday, I want to say, the 17th. Um, Yeah, I wasn't completely sold on this shoe. Um, Raffle details came out today and you can kind of feel however you want about that. I know a lot of people are mixed reviews or mixed reception on that, but that's rather here nor there the shoe itself has grown on me a ton especially now that i'm seeing official images mostly like i don't know what you want to call this upper like a dark plum mixed with like brown i don't even know it's a weird unique color quilted insoles cool amm detailing on the upper i didn't notice this at first and this helped push me over as well nike air branding on the heel tab which is obviously a great touch on a jordan 4 um you know, co-branded box, which you've seen with the one, twos, and threes so far. So yeah, just a really, I mean, you know what you're getting from AMM and Jordan at this point, and these are no exception. Quality looks great. Yeah, they're still very torn because when I first saw them, I didn't love them. I don't often find myself reaching for a Jordan 4. And because it's like a, almost like it's like a deconstruct upper, the yeah. collar looks like it's like missing something, if that makes any sense. Like when you look at the shoe, yeah, yeah. it looks like flimsy, even though it's not. It's a quilted lining. But yeah, there's just something about it. It looks like Hender Scheme almost. Like remember the Hender Scheme Jordan 4s? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's giving me those vibes. And I wasn't a huge fan of those. Anyways, they're just a cute. I'm not sure. I'll probably still end up buying them, see them in hand, and then make my decision after that. But great job, as always, by AMM. Um mm-hmm. Joel, what is your pick this week? All right. So my pick is, um, you know, following, you know, the big release of the uh, the 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 Her Loss um, album. Um, my pick is the certified lover boy, Nocta Air Force Ones. Finally, we get a release date for these. Um, we got like, you know, snippets of like pictures, like teasers here and there. But yeah, there was no release date yet. Now we finally do um it's slated to drop for december 2nd so just in time for the holidays just get your white shorties. air force season yeah, yeah december. that's it right yeah <laughs> december man what can go wrong with snow right <laughs> snow yeah, Luis is like what are you guys talking about yeah snow, yeah like, what's snow what you about? never matter yeah <laughs> but yeah so basically it's you know your typical white on white air force ones you're white on white uptowns but you know, you got you got like the detailing, you got the Nocta, you know, trident symbol um on the heel tab. Um, you got tumble leather, which is probably on like any any craft Air Force ones that you find. Um, you know, the, the shape of it is 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 like on point. Um you got the branding of let's see, love you forever. Um on the heel, on I, I guess on the sole, on the heel that replaces that air 
that air that air symbol that air tab on on the air force one and it's also on the box as well so you know to give this to your shorty to give this to your wife to your girl <laughs> your boyfriend your whatever for christmas just in time december 2nd they should have so, yeah, held out for valentine's day at this i know point. right because like, it's yeah just... love you forever you should yeah. just yeah for real Joel, are, yeah, these, are you going to grab these? I know you're Mr. Air Force, but I know that you're not Mr. Drake. So Yeah, these are like uh, meh, like you know. Just like a man? Just a man, yeah. Not really a scoop, not really a poop, just a man. Just, just sitting in somewhere in the middle. Yeah, All right. yeah On yeah. the flip side then, Luis, the Mr. Drake, are these, uh, you going for these? Double up? <laughs> Look, I'm not even like an Air Force. One guy, that's a two pair minimum. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Six side tings, you know? six side tings. Let's go. <laughs> they are honestly like they are a cool shoe. I like that, like the midsole slash outsole instead of air. What does it say? Certified lover boy. Love you, love you forever. Oh, that's what it says in the midsole. Okay, yeah. Like yeah. that's like they had to get a completely that's new mold for yeah. that. Yeah, like that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. To, not mm-hmm. just like a Supreme Air Force One where they just stamped the Supreme logo oh, on true. it. Like they yeah. actually change the shoe so i can give them that but mm. it's a white air force also but more for luis he's fine with that oh yeah we got you we got the toronto stock coming in hot for you yeah, um yeah, yeah. luis what is your nice kicks pick of the week um i mean honestly it's still too early to tell but i think since the information of it came out like i've been just Hyped on it. Um, white cement threes. I think that's. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it's still way too early to tell, but that's going to be a problem come February. So, yep. um, did, they, a... did they say uh, All-Star Weekend? Is that what we're thinking? Off the record? Uh, no. I, I mean, they haven't really said it. Actually, completely on the record. <laughs> yeah. This could not be more on the record. Right? Yeah. We're actually live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a live studio audience here. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it would make sense. Uh, yeah. Given the, mm. you know, Black Cement 3 is released All-Star Weekend as well back in 2018. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure they'll do the same this time around. I felt like a, a genius because literally like earlier this year, I had a pair of the 88s. I think it was 2013 yeah. they did those. Yeah, 2013. Around, yeah. Something around there. The 88 White Cement 3 is the first pair they brought back Nike Air. The big mm. deal. I had them and I never wore them for, I guess it was almost 10 years, never wore them and traded them earlier this year. And now all of a sudden, like six months later, Boom, they're coming back. I feel like an, a businessman. <laughs> I feel like a genius. Like, look at me. Stonks. Just like buy low, sell high, and then more stock coming in. Boom. Just what you trade them for, though? Supreme dunks. So, I mean, hey. the, good, the, the stars one, the, the okay. UNC. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, pretty good trade. The Supreme high. Um, yeah. Very excited for the White Cement 3 to come back. Just a incredible shoot. Anyways, moving on. Next up, This Week in Kick, sponsored by Nice Kicks. This is the part of the show where we discuss... <laughs> this entire episode is sponsored by Nice Kicks, by the way. They just don't know it yet. They'll be paying for this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This Week in Nice Kicks. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers. And so two weeks ago, we had Kanye and Adidas mm, in the split. Yeah. And now Nike is dropping one of their signature athletes. So comes obviously literally just after anti-Semitic remarks from Kanye that caused him to get dropped by Adidas. We now have Nike suspending, quote unquote, suspending Kyrie Irving for an indefinite amount of time for 
linking a movie that promotes anti-Semitic beliefs that I believe is on Amazon Prime. I actually didn't look into what movie it is. I just have been like reading the news on it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And they also have canceled the upcoming release of the Kyrie 8. 8 yeah. or 9? Yeah. 8. Eight. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this also comes after Brooklyn. The Brooklyn Nets suspended him for also an indefinite amount of time until he met certain criteria or stipulations or whatever for him mm -hmm. to be allowed to return. Saw yeah. a list of those stipulations and it was lengthy to say the least. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And this is also coming off of what, like at least three years, two years of Nike and Kyrie having a go of it. Yeah. Um, wow. With the whole wow, COVID yeah. situation and him saying these shoes suck. I think it was mm -hmm. last year. He said these shoes suck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're already rumored to be on their last legs, and this was supposedly their last year. And now this mm. kind of just seems like it all came to a head, and they have split now. But yeah, this is another crazy one. Like I feel like it's kind of being outshined, if you will, by the Kanye thing because the Kanye thing is still very fresh, and it feels "quote unquote" bigger because Kanye mm. and Adidas are like synonymous with each other at this point. Kyrie's line was like the third or fourth best that Nike offered. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, what are your guys' thoughts here? Because it, it felt different than, obviously it is different, than the, the Kanye Adidas thing. Like, it's just yeah, very different. Luis is the newsman, so I'm sure mm. he has some opinions, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> Kanye was more expected, right? Yes. I think, at least for me, yeah. when the whole, what was it? Was it, I think it was on Bloomberg or yeah. Africa. That sounds right. Yeah, when he called out um, Gap and Adidas, I was like, yeah, this is not going to last 10 more years. Like, there's, yes. there's five more years at that point. Like, there's no way in hell. Mm -hmm. uh, so we kind of saw it coming. Obviously, him doubling down on his comics, like, only made it. It was just a matter of when, not if. Yeah. You know, so. Um, but the Kyrie thing, I mean, yeah, it was, even though it was expected, I think kind of to Lawrence's point, like, we were all just so focused on Kanye. And Kanye, that, yeah. Out that, like, we didn't really pay it no minds of like, oh, because this lead to, you know, Nike cutting it off. Because, again, they were just on kind of like, you know, shaky waters. Yeah, it didn't even cross my mind. I'm not going to lie. Like, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I, I saw the Shams tweet. I'm like, oh, well, got to write a story right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 5 p.m. on a Friday. Like, Back to my crazy. desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which, I, I think the timing of it, too, was just wild, right? It was like 5 p.m. Or I think at that point, Eastern, it was like maybe 8 when the news yeah, broke. it was late. Ooh. So it was like, wow, like that was just, again, not expected. Obviously, Nike had a statement ready and, and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I think kind of just, again, the fact that it was just so sudden. And to your point, right, Kyrie's influence in the basketball space is obviously very much different than Kanye's when it comes to the overall yeah. world. So, but yeah, just I think even from a news perspective, like it's just well to kind of see where it's, you know, where celebrities and, and athletes have come and gone in the space, right? Like yeah. Kanye and the easy one to like what it is now, right? Because we wouldn't have the Travis Scotts and the Drakes and all these collaborations if it weren't yep. for him. Kind of see it, you know, not, I don't want to say the Genesis, but really one of the trendsetters in that space kind of come to an end. It's like, it's kind of weird in a sense or eerie. I don't, I don't really know how to describe No, 100%. Yeah. It feels yeah. the same with Kyrie to an extent. And he's on the eight now. Like he felt yeah. like the new guy on Nike to me still because, I mean, similar to I'm sure you got, well, I think Luis, at least, like it was like LeBron, Kobe, KD were like the old regime, and Kyrie was like Kyrie and Giannis kind of were like the newish, well, Giannis newer, but newish wave 
we yeah. always felt like the new guy, but then all of a sudden you look down on paper and it's like, oh, the Kyrie eight was supposed to come out. Like that's not mm. new by any means. And yeah. like he's one of the premier players in the league like, when he's playing, when like there's all the other stuff aside, right? Yeah. The, the real striking thing to me was just like the difference in which these brands dealt with these situations because like yeah, Yeezy and, uh, and Adidas were go- basically going at it with Adidas taking the brunt of the blows for a year, two years. Like mm-hmm. Kanye was just throwing punches left and right, seemingly trying to get out. And Kyrie, say what you want about him, but it felt like he made a realized he made a mistake or was trying to like not elevate the situation like Kanye was like Kanye was like leaning into shit and Kyrie was just like I wasn't on purpose like I like I come on like I'm a good guy like that kind of thing and Nike was like nope still nope they were like immediate with it basically like this happened like two three weeks ago and it's over done deaded um and again like Kanye West throwing shit around for two years or longer and Adidas was just like Lots of money. Sorry, gotta get that fourth wave runner out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too bad. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, that's not shocking when you know anything about Nike, but it's just crazy to see because they both happened around the same time. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Joel, anything, any thoughts here? With because I know Joe Mar loved Kyrie stuff. No, yeah, man, he loved balling in them. It's a great, it's a great shoe. It's a it great is. ball shoe to ball in. Um, but I think with regards to like the whole like timing of it, I think Nike cut ties quick time with Kyrie because of the whole Kanye thing. Yeah. They were not, they just didn't want like, they didn't want like to be that they didn't want to have it. Like, you know, they just wanted to be like, you know, we're going to do it like this. We're going to be, they just wanted to be the, the bigger person or the bigger brand. You know what I mean? We're not going to take any shit. We're just going to do it right now. And, you know, and it's, it sucks because like you said, like, you know, a lot of, a lot of these kids that ball in like the smaller leagues or even like, you know, the high school team, those high school kids that, that ball in the Kyries, they're not gonna, you know, they're waiting for the eight. You know, I hear a lot of chatter with like Joe Mars ball league. Like they're all talking about, Oh, I can't wait for the eight to come in. Oh, I can't wait for the next Kyrie. What do they look like? What do you think? What do you think? And, you know, it's like, you know, it's, that's the go-to because, you know, the way that he, the way that he plays as a player, like with no, no attitude behind it, no business behind anything. It's just the way that, he balls out and, you know, he's a ball, he's a ball God, like, you know what I mean? And, and it just sucks because, you know, it's, you know, he put his views out there, you know, that, that whole touchy subject, like, you know what I mean? And it's a whole touchy subject. And, you know, he put his views out there, he backed it up and, you know, he wants to, you know, the way that he apologized didn't seem like it was authentic enough. Yeah. It was like, I don't even think he said, sorry. I don't, I don't think he actually know. said, I'm sorry. No, he did it. And he just like, no worked his way around it and yeah. you know what i mean and I he's don't a know, pride man. he's a very prideful man like, yeah it is yeah, and it yeah, just sucks he, because i just read before the pod that you know somebody had said that it he may never come back to the nba saw that this could be yep. it like you know what i mean so like what a way to go out but say la yeah. vie right sure is. Yeah, and even just the price point of the Kyrie, it was always like the entry level yeah ball yeah. sneaker entry level ish as he got further mm-hmm. down the line but like his first couple ones were 100 bucks 90 bucks yeah, like yeah very much accessible for people so mm-hmm. i mean now it's probably like the Giannis is like the next most accessible yeah, pair but yeah yeah it really yeah it, it does suck but again sorry 
don't be a dickhead. Um, yeah, exactly. Anyways, moving on to previously in kicks. This is the part of the show where we review our latest pickups and recap the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. Very uneventful week for me in the last week. I know that the tail end of this month is just going to be B-A-N-A-N-A-S. So I have been trying to be good. I was very close to pulling the trigger on those Supreme 98 TLs. I Ooh. backed out. I was like, Almost got that Seiko Supreme alarm clock. I backed out. I was like, no, not right now. I don't need it. What do I need an alarm clock for? <laughs> what am I doing here? You don't have uh, a job, so it doesn't. Yeah, you don't yeah exactly. <laughs> what you am I waking up for? You don't got to get up for anything. <laughs> <laughs> the sun wake me up. Um, yeah, so been very, very responsible as of late because I plan on being incredibly responsible for the rest of the year. So balance, you know? Yeah. Yin yang. Uh, Joel, anything for you in the last week? um that would be a negative <laughs> negative quote-unquote negative <laughs> yeah. until that embargo lifts it's a negative exactly sorry sorry puma i don't have anything sorry man <laughs> um louise anything you're always posting stuff but uh anything notable in the last week two weeks for you um yeah uh how to cut my alma mater dunks unofficial unofficial asu dunk levels. yes um how to have those um and then also cop the i mean i copped them a while ago but they finally delivered the pink uh joe frischka's n90 oh nice yeah, nice those are crazy in hand but yeah that, that's yeah. been that's been kind of a picks wise that i can remember but to to Lawrence's point i'm trying not to buy stuff because november december is going to be nuts yeah <laughs> It's a problem. It's it's. I, I, I can't believe it's next week already. Like a, well, a week and a half. But I can't believe it's next week and it's lost and founds. Like that's. I mean, and if you think about it, right? Like this next week, women's midnight navy elevens kind of grab those for my daughter. Yep. Silver Ooh. bullets. Ah, One eighty five is kind of crazy. It's so steep, man. I was thinking too, but it's expensive. One eighty five. US. Yeah, yeah US. Yeah. So I can't imagine CAD. And then uh, obviously lost and founds. Like that's that's within ten days. And AMM fours. Oh yeah, that too. Like, <laughs> that's a lot of money. It's a lot, yeah. It's and then Christmas is um, right around the corner. Thanksgiving for yeah. you guys, yeah. It's yeah, an adventure. Yeah, yeah. It's an Black Friday an adventure. Thing, yeah, Black Friday is yeah. Let's not think about it. Moving on. Next up, thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs down. This is the part of the show where we give our opinion on various sneaker or non-sneaker related topics with zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or thumbs down. And in honor of our certified lover, Luis, joining the podcast, and in honor of, as Joel mentioned, our mans, or lack thereof, mandems, um, mm. Drizzy Drake and 21 Savage, to an extent, dropping their mm. album over the weekend. I want to know thumbs up, thumbs down to her loss. I am a thumbs down. Joel. Up. Luis. Way, way, way up. <laughs> way up. Way uh, up. <laughs> spot the Drake references Yo, in the episode. Nice. <laughs> Take a shot every time you have a Drake nice. reference. Nice. You're going to get blacked out. <laughs> Take a shot every time there's a Drake reference. <laughs> Take a shot. Moving on. Not sneaker related. We talk about sneakers a lot. So in this weekly segment, we're going to take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely relevant in the world of sneakers. And this is, uh, I'm proud of this one. This is one of those ones, Louise, for you, Thanksgiving dinner, when you sit down and you're with all your close loved ones. This is a question you're going to ask. <laughs> Promise me that. 
My question to you guys. I was watching Narnia the other night. Chronicles of Narnia. Good movie. Um, <laughs> and they ride into war. Like, the good guys have cheetahs. And the bad guys have, like, polar bears as they're, like, helpers or what? I don't know. So I want to know. Yeah. If you're going into battle, what's one creature you'd want to have on your side? It could be mythological, hey. fake, yeah. made up, anything. What's one creature you'd want to have on your side? You can have as many as you want or as few yeah. as you want. Um, again, take the question however you'd like. It could Ooh. be an animal. It could be not. Um, Joel, you look like you have an answer. Like just yeah. the look on your face tells me you have it. <laughs> ready for war. Yeah, tell mythical. me your answer. Godzilla. Godzilla. Come on. Come on, I mean. like a whole army of Godzilla. No one's touching you, bro. Yeah. No one's touching you. Not even Drake's going to touch you. <laughs> Is that a challenge? Louis <laughs> <laughs> about to say, I'd have a thousand drizzies with me. <laughs> Bunch of ovio owls, you know? Bunch of ovio owls. <laughs> Game over. Um, that's a good one. A bunch Jeez. of Godzillas is a good one. Um, yeah. I was thinking smaller, but now I feel like I would lose to your team. Um, <laughs> shit. Give me, you know, you know what? I'm going to stick with my original answer. Give yeah. me zombies. I would like zombies on my team. Give me like, you ever seen those zombie movies? Not like the slow ones, like Walking Dead, where they just like walk, but like where they climb the walls and stuff, like the crazy ones. Yeah, give me like those crazy fast zombies. Godzilla is great, but like once he's like covered in zombies, once he can't kill them, they're dead. Like, (laughs) what's he gonna do? So I'm gonna go give me zombies as my creature of choice to go into battle with. It'd be nice to have zombies on your side. Like, come on now. Uh, Luis, you, your answer, please. <laughs> that same, well, not really in that same vein at all. I'm gonna keep it realistic. Um, I what think I'm lying. Kangaroos, 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 not yeah. a bad answer. Yeah, that is good. They can, they they can kick, box bro. and kick like yeah, that. Like, that tail those, is a joke. Those and pictures the, of like the ripped, buff, yeah, yeah, kangaroos. Gee, none of that. Yeah, that would be a really crazy three-way battle there godzilla versus zombies versus kangaroos is just yeah (laughs) the different directions that our minds went were just incredible all right (laughs) moving on to our main topic of discussion this week which is luis's existence uh before we before we get into anything we like to start our interviews with our guests with a little segment called 21 guestions and all you're going to do basically is play 21 questions about yourself. And you just have to give the, the first answer that comes to mind. Very quick, very easy. Everyone fails. Are you ready? Absolutely not. Question number one, air or boost? Air. Question number two, crew socks or no shows? Crew socks. That's interesting because you live in the desert. Question number three, Air Max 1 or Air Max 90? Ooh, Air Max 90. Tough one. Question number four. Shoelaces tied in a bow or hanging loose? Tying them, babies. Tying them. Question number five. Pineapple on pizza? Absolutely. Thank God. I think we had like three guests in a row. It have been like, no. Yeah, disgusting. No. Luis is an honorary Canadian. He knows Ooh. what's up. <laughs> Question number six. Favorite brand that isn't Nike or Jordan? Hoka. Hoka. Oh, Hoka. Yeah, may it be a first. Question number seven. Okay. Dunks or Jordan ones? Can I say neither? No. <laughs> Jordan ones. Jordan ones. Question number eight. What's a color that belongs on every shoe? Black. Question number nine. Original boxes or drop fronts? 
OG. OG boxes. Question number 10. Glow in the dark or 3M? Ooh. 3M. Question Ooh. number 11. Apple Music or Spotify? Spotify. Question number 12. What is your favorite Drake album? Oh, shit. Uh, take care. <laughs> what? Take, take care. care. Okay. If everyone could have seen the way your eyes just exploded, like everything I else was like easy. I felt it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza, it. whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Drake's watching. You know? Yeah, he yeah, might. You don't know. Man. You don't you never know. know. When I said live audience, we meant live audience. Uh, question <laughs> number three, thirteen. What are three sneaker heading essentials? Three things that ever every sneaker head needs. Cleaner. Yes. Um, extra laces. Yes. And a good attitude. A good uh, attitude. I, I was going to say that's a, a subscription to Nice Kicks, but uh, a good attitude is good too. Um, <laughs> no plugs. I'll do it for you. Question number 14. What is your favorite Jordan model above the AJ14? Mm, I'm gonna say the 21. 21. Good Ooh. shoe. Great 21. shoe. 21. 21. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Question number question number 16. What is your favorite meal of the day? Breakfast, but for dinner. Wow. Okay. That's nice. just a phenomenal answer. Um, that was actually question number 15. Question number 16. Can you name three Canadian provinces? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I'm totally going to get this wrong. Alberta? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. That's one more than I thought. <laughs> uh, fuck. Quebec? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. French people. Easy. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Um <laughs> uh, y'all got some crazy. Some uh, crazy. I know uh, <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't know why I want to say Newfoundland, but like that's that like, is one. Yeah, yeah, that is one. Yeah. That is one. Yeah. What a nice. weird combination of choices. With I yeah. I know you've been to British Columbia, Vancouver, oh, because I was there with you. Um and I'm sure that you know that Toronto's in Ontario, I would hope. Uh, maybe not. So. I, mean, I, I just don't know what province. You know. Got it. You know mm. specific landmarks and cities. That's fair. Mm. Hey, you got three. You, you. Yeah. There's no pictures on the scorecard, right? You, you got it right. Um, yeah. Question number seventeen. How many sneakers do you own? Uh, I'm going to say around 180. Ooh. Nice. That's a good yeah. number. That's crazy. Are you going <laughs> to keep going? Because I know you don't like to sell shoes. This is. Side top. I know you don't like to like get rid of stuff. Like you're um, very, you're very like attached to shit. Yeah, I'm emotional. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. But. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks so much for airing me. He's very out. sensitive. <laughs> Hence the Drake affinity. Uh, take care. Take, take care, care. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, honestly, at this point, like I'm just getting a lot of shit from brands. Like not even like trying to flex. Like it's just I'm yeah. so much coming in. Like uh, I'm literally putting all my shit in my old room at my parents like i'm just dumping it off there um i mean i'd like to cut down but i just honestly don't have the time to like sort through everything take pictures of it list it for sale like like, i mean i'll i'll donate like i've donated a few of stuff that i'm like i'm definitely not gonna wear this like all due respect to the brands but yeah i'm i'm good (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, I, I honestly, I thought I was going to stop at like a hundred. Like I didn't think I was going to go beyond that. when I, when like I started like really buying mm. shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think shoes I've actually bought the numbers probably like around like 90, I think purchases Ooh. that I've actually made. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I definitely don't want to get like 300 plus. I feel like that's insane. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. check back with you next year. We'll schedule another podcast. Um, <laughs> question number 18 is a hot dog, a sandwich. Yes. Oh, gross. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, question, question American number for you, you know? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Damn. Yikes. <laughs> question number 19. What is the Canadian $1 coin called? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no idea? No idea. What if I, I'll give you a hint. It has a bird on it. It has a loon on it. It's called Not, a, it's called a loony. It was right there. Oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry. It, what? That's your current. What's the, what's the two dollar one called? Yeah. A loony two. I don't fucking know. No, man. close though. Toonie. It's called a toonie. This is a real like I know money's not real, but this is insane. <laughs> Can't take this step further. <laughs> make money, but make it fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. Sure. Fun. Fun, funny money. <laughs> Yeah, funny money. Question number 20. What is your number one grail? I hate this term. Like, I really do. Um, but, Fair. I mean, I have them. It's going to be the... Uh, I always forget the, the actual, like, uh, syntax of the name, but um, Zoom SB Air FC, the Manchester United colorway. Oh, um, damn. Ooh. I was actually able to find... Because I feel like, for me, grails, like, I can't find it on GOAT or StockX, right? Yes. Like, yeah. I have to like kind of dig. Obviously, it's a lot harder these days than, you know, in the old days. But yeah. <laughs> back in my day, he said at the age man. of 24. <laughs> he said in 1998, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that one, because I was able to finally find one, like proxied from like Japan, eBay type shit. Like it was, Damn, like, yeah. So for me, like that was like, a you know, an actual kind of grail type process. Um Ooh. Having that, and it was only like ninety bucks too, so it wasn't bad. Oh damn! Nice ninety dollar grail. You can't really go wrong with that. All right. Question number twenty one. Twenty one. Would you rather receive, or you already got it? Would you rather get another of your number one grail, or three other pairs from your personal top ten? Wants list. Um, I think three. Yes, you don't have enough pairs already, right? Right. Right. What's what's more? But I think you know. Like I'm gonna wear the other three a lot more because it is a micro, right? Like I feel like yes. my grill, I'm not like that's gonna be yeah untouched. So I'd rather like untouchable and kind of like that that you know desire to like hunt for it type shit. That's fair. But if you got another one of your grails, then you maybe would wear your double up. We'll never know. That, yeah, I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to make that reference anymore, but we just did. Uh, <laughs> we cut that out. Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> Drake's not going to like that one. Uh, <laughs> I love my Canadian citizenship. Yeah, it's over for you. Sorry, you were almost Ovio Louise, and you just got cut from the team. Ovio Louise. Universal healthcare. Fuck. <laughs> Dang. Oh darn it. <laughs> No more loonies for you. Um, <laughs> all right. 
that's it for 21 questions. But we have a couple more questions for you, starting with just kind of you have 180 sneakers now. You have a pretty cool job working at Ice Kicks. What got you into sneakers in the first place? How did this all start for you? Um, <laughs> I think it all started really when I started running like cross country track. Obviously, that's where like my Instagram handle, like Twitter handle comes from, like running. But uh, the Pegasus 30 was like really the first running shoe that like I valued and like I really love like just the tooling, how it felt. Um, and it was just something different. And then obviously, I mean, you can't talk about running and not talk about Nike, right? Prefontaine, Bowerman, Phil Knight, all that stuff. Tinker, like it all, it all interconnects. So I think like starting diving into the history of, of running um, and more so Prefontaine, like I just really like wanted to be a part of it in some capacity. I never thought it go to this. <laughs> to this yeah. 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 to do it, but yeah. Uh, I think that's a lot of the people in the industry, right? Like it was just, it went from passion to to profession. So um, that's yeah. kind of how it kicked off for me. Love that kicked off. Nice. Um, <laughs> how about uh, getting started writing in sneakers or writing about sneakers? Was that like, again, like a passion thing that turned into, uh, oh, you can get paid for this or vice versa yeah. or what? It was a little bit of both. Like I always wanted to be a journalist. I always had an affinity for, for writing and, and obviously my love for like, hip hop and, you know, being able to like speak two different languages. Like I think you know, words are obviously powerful, but um, they can be strung along in a, in a very interesting way. So yeah. Yeah. Journalism was kind of always my thing, right. Storytelling and kind of going deeper than like the surface level stuff. Um, but really in terms of like writing about shoes, like I never really thought about it. Um, Ian Stonebrook, my OG and one of the greats in the game, um, you know, he posted on Twitter like, Hey, we're looking for interns. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, I'll put my name in like, I was a sophomore in college, right? So I was like, oh, like this would be cool. And then, you know, it went from like writing about custom sneakers, God, God forbid I ever do that again. But, like, uh, <laughs> no shame on it, right? But like, it was just, it was yeah, just. Mosh found your biggest hater. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I gotta be like this. No, it's just, I, I think for, for me, it's like how many Air Force One with Supreme and Cactus Jack branding are you gonna write about till the horse is yeah. fucking dead, right? Like, yeah. um, but yeah, I think, you know, and it went from then to like, you know, writing about basketball, like I did an interview with Devin Booker. And I feel like that's what kind of like really got me going because it was an unplanned interview. And then Complex picked it up, BR kicks, or I think it was just BR, BR at that time picked it up. So and I think at that point, you know, Ian and probably the rest of the team were like, okay, like I can do this. And even I was like, oh shit, I, I guess I can do this. Um, and it kind of went from there. The rest is history. And this was at Nice Kicks originally, right? Yeah. If I'm mm-hmm. mistaken. Yeah. Um, you went to school for journalism as well? Yep. Yeah. Arizona State. Um, got my undergrad and grad. Uh, I got my master's at Arizona State as well. So yeah, both in journalism, mass comm, the whole nine. Wow. Is that like, it feels like a, I don't want to call it like a dying major, but like, was it like as maybe now might be even different than when you were actually there, but like, is it kind of like being thrown to the wayside in terms of like how many people go into that journalism and like written media in general, like I would think, no. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I mean, I was only there like two years ago. So it's not oh, even shit. That. <laughs> yeah, I graduated, I got my master's in 2021, my undergrad in 2020. So like, it's not like that was that long ago. Yeah. Um, but I think yes and no, like I felt obviously outcasted or not, I don't want to say outcasted, but like it, it was definitely tough because I saw, it was a blessing and a curse, right? Like I already had bylines at places that were like, I mean, that was a nice kick, right? Like that's, you know, kind of creme de la creme in our, in our industry and kind of having that and already knowing, like I already know how to interview people. I already know how to, you know, work a lead and stuff like that. Like some of it was kind of just draining of like having to be in those 
uh, in those classrooms at times. But I think part of it too, even just from an administrative standpoint, like not get it, not, you know, certain people in certain departments not wanting to give me credit because I was writing about sinkers and not writing about, you know, a, a crash on the I-10 or, or some like, mm. you know, regular police reports. I think it was a little bit of that. I think that's what discourages a lot of people, especially I think people of color within the, like the journalism industry, because I think it's just so like cookie cutter. Um, luckily, I was like, fuck y'all. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm doing my <laughs> yeah. thing. I don't like it. Do too bad. I, I already got a job lined up, right? So it's like, I don't need y'all. I, I just need the, the diploma at the end of the day yeah. uh, to kind of just for my own sake, really. But um, yeah, it, it, the the writing aspect of it, I think a lot of people, and it's weird now, right? Because you kind of have to be a jack of all trades. You have to know how to like shoot your own content, shoot mm-hmm. your own videos, um, you know, take pictures, find like the social media angle to it, even if you don't know really how to structure it, like at least just thinking about it. So I think on that front, Arizona State's very progressive. Like you definitely have to learn a little bit of everything uh, from like SEO to coding to all this stuff. So, oh, wow. Um, you know, for me, like it, it was great. I wouldn't, I can't imagine myself going anywhere else to learn it, but a lot of it felt like I already, I, I learned it through the job rather than through school. But right, right. It both went hand in hand eventually. So nice. It's got to be harder to focus on school when you know you have the job sitting there. Like just, you're just again doing it for the, the paper. I just need the paper. Yeah. And like it, it's tough too, right? Because like again, I think the problem with journalism now is non traditional journalism isn't really valued or it isn't really like there's no classes for it, right? Like, yeah. How to submit uh, a fucking invoice? Like, what's a, you know, what's a, like 90, net 90, net 30? Like, yeah. What, like, what the hell does that mean? Insurance? Like, you know, it's like the, the real like life shit of being a freelance journalist. I think. A lot of people don't teach that. And obviously that's something I'm still, I got accustomed to after a while, but I was like, yo, this is wild. They're still teaching. Like, this is how you write for a newspaper basically. No, seriously. And like some of it, like it's super helpful. Right. I think for me, one of the, probably the most impactful like lessons, like, Hey, here's a press release, like write a story on it. Um, You know, just like on the spot, you have 30 minutes. And like, for me, especially with the sneaker industry, it's like, yo, everything. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like I see an alert on my phone. I'm going crazy. Right. Like, Mm. Shane broke the news about Kyrie. The nice kicks post was up in 14 minutes. Like, you know, it's just, it's just stuff like that yeah. where I'm really grateful. Cause I feel like the speed and the accuracy, I don't think I would have had, had it not been for, for going to school for it. Like that's definitely something that I appreciate from my time there, but it's a little cool. different. So on that note, like being in the, the news world, basically, like, I mean, just speaking from experience, like soul savvy, you wrote it soul savvy for a while and we weren't like, the news source like yeah. we were we were just we had news but we weren't trying to break news necessarily there were times where we did but that yeah. wasn't our job or your job specifically mm-hmm. now that's your job like your job is to make sure you guys get it up first before the xyz we're not going to name drop the other people because fuck them um nice kicks is paying for this podcast no one else so <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> What's it kind of like, like living in that kind of world where literally if you got an alert right now, you'd have to be like, sorry, guys, peace. Like Kyrie just signed with Adidas. Like what's that kind of basically how it is for you 24 seven? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird, right? Cause like I'm doing the journalism job without doing, I mean, I don't want to say it's not journalism, but right. I think, you know, if you're a a news reporter, like you kind of have to be on the clock 24 seven, like holidays and all that stuff. And like, sure. I get to write about sneakers, but I still kind of have to be aware of you know my surroundings like i have notifications on for literally like competitors industry people like 
all that stuff because I just need to be on top of it, right? And that's it's good and bad, right? Because like it's hard to unplug, but I know I I feel like I know the industry like the back of my hand. Well, more so than I did a few years ago. But um, yeah, it's 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 a lot because I mean I also work at a at a boutique here in Phoenix, so kind of yeah. like juggling all that on top of you know trying to be the best that I can be and and you know running and all this stuff like life shit, right? Especially at twenty four, mm. it's a lot. But um, yeah. yeah. No shit. You yeah. know, pressure is a privilege. Um, and I, yeah, it's, but it's fun. I think that sensation of like, even if we weren't first, like just knowing like I got it up in a well done format, like in the best time I could have, like, hell yeah, you know. And obviously, when you see certain people share it or like click it or, you know, whatever, like, you know, obviously that's very gratifying and, and reassuring. But um, I think really just, being a part of, of sneaker history in some way, shape or form. Like, I feel like, you know, in five years I can look back and like, well, we were really like kind of on top of the Kanye coverage. Yeah, like we broke this news. Yeah. Like I was like stuff like that is obviously, especially seeing how big sneakers is now, right. Like from a media perspective, like it's, it's not nothing. I mean, the New York times broke the, well, wrote about the Kyrie story granted 20 minutes after we did, but like, <laughs> oh, yeah, say it again, say it again. <laughs> yeah i think just being a part of that and, and still like having that chase <laughs> station of being a journalist is cool um and having the respect i think for especially from brands and like teams now of like oh sneakers is like a, it's a you know it's a billion dollar industry right yep. so mm-hmm. um kind of being it's it's like the great time a really great time i think as, as a writer to just kind of be a part of it in, in any capacity what else kind of goes into the life or like the daily life of a working at a high volume sneaker blog essentially like nice kick like it's again like i don't know how many followers but i want to say it's got an m after it like it's a million something at least um you guys are like relied upon for stuff at some point right like there's a certain like importance to it and there's obviously like there's ad obligations there's a ton of different shit that goes into all these articles and all the stuff you're doing i'm sure but like what kind of goes into it like is it literally you sitting there writing all day is there like meetings involved with like how are we gonna write about this shit do you have a team that helps you write like are you being like your stuff is garbage i'm gonna rewrite it like what's going on what's going on with your like day to day because i always like again like i've known you now for almost two years which is pretty cool um i know you just write like non-fucking stop but there's obviously other shit that goes into it like what is the other shit essentially yeah i mean obviously i'm still kind of, i've only been in this world i think i five months right i think it's, i'm still very fresh to it um yeah. but yeah it, it's i'm still of the mindset like i gotta write the story right like i'm the news writer i'm like this is my beat and like well there are moments right where you know if it, you know like uh what was it the other day fat joe terror squad air force once right yep. it's like oh. all right laptop up like sometimes i'll even have to just do it off of my phone just get started on my phone that way like you know wherever i'm at i'll get to my laptop and go from there but i mean the cool the cool thing is like no two days are the same right like i'll either i try to wake up in the morning early and like assign stuff to you know my team of writers like we have dedicated news writers and dedicated product writers right where we like you know joey and cheyenne um big ups to them like they're really like the storytellers of, of, of the company aside from myself and try to you know poke their brains like all right cool like how can we expand on this? You know, who are we interviewing? What's the angle? Like, okay, cool. You just went on the press trip. Like, how does that look, you know, from a storytelling perspective? Um, and then, you know, I think for me, it's like really, again, just being alert for for the breaking news stuff, right? Like, 
if these sneakerheads is leaking everything until 2025, like, you know, just, yeah. yeah. And I think it, it goes a step further. It's like, what's priority, right? Like, okay, cool. This like, you know, for example, like, let's just say Air Jordan 8 playoffs and the Union Air Jordan 1 low KO drop at the same time. It's like, you got to think like from an SEO perspective, what makes the most sense? And like, is that a leak? Is that reliable? Like, I think part mm-hmm. of it, you know, uh, I didn't, I didn't have this, I don't want to say it's an issue, but I didn't really have this uh, kind of expectation or, or, or visibility when I was at, at nice kicks my first time around that soul savvy, but like brands are going to hit you up. if like, Hey, mm-hmm. take that down. Like, Hey, we'll share you. We'll share the story with you at the right time. But like, can you take it down? Like that's, that's tricky, crazy, but it's, but it's kind of cool. Right. To be like, all right, cool. Like they entrust us to tell the right story at the right time. But yeah, part of it's like, at what point is that relationship just very much transactional then like yeah but obviously well, you're you're in the business of breaking news right like you gotta add some sometimes i'm sort of like no sorry no bro like it's gotta it's news it's gotta stay up yeah and like you know stuff like asking brands for like comments or you know like stuff off the record and all that like that's cool but it's like it's it's yeah it's just it's really i don't think yeah, I don't think anyone really, you know, even the the Brendan Dunn's and the Russ Bankston's of the world, like really thought journalism and sneakers would really connect to the way that it has, right? Yeah. Um, and and other greats as well, not just them, but um, yeah, it's just it's crazy. Like the day to day, I want to say I'm writing five stories a day. Sometimes, yeah. it's, sometimes it's less. Sometimes I'm editing headlines. Sometimes I'm changing skews. Sometimes I'm like, hey, can we reformat this? Making sure our internal tags are right, like stuff like that, like um yeah i mean i i really don't know what editor-in-chief means for a sneaker <laughs> new site right I think, um we don't have like obviously to your point right apps play and you know our, our industry is just so very unique and niche so but it's also massive right so yep. there's yeah there's a lot like pe- nice kicks has 4.1 mil i think on, on ig one okay see i should have added some zeros my apologies yeah. numbers on the board get it right my uh, apologies my apologies <laughs> to the sponsor of the show good friend nice kicks <laughs> but, uh, but yeah you know like nice kicks is, is a big name you know and i think there's mm. a lot of responsibility and luckily like we have a solid social team shout out des uh he's on paternity leave right now but um nice nice dads you know um, nice dads, yeah, nice dads. uh but yeah it's just uh, i think we really have a really solid team and and brands are really starting to risk like we respect nice kicks for as a like as a news source i think that that was my main thing i think at soul savvy and nice kicks like sure we're talking about shoes but i want to tell the right story yeah um, nice if you won't give it to us we'll find it so yeah. going into that you mentioned responsibility and like speaking on like leaks and stuff how much goes into that I, I don't know like if you understand the question like if i'm explaining it properly like you see a leak and you're like hey how much do i read into this this is a shitty render or this is a the pictures of leak shoes are always in like some bathroom with bad yeah lighting, like yeah. a terrible megapixel yeah like taken with my nintendo 3ds kind of photos like <laughs> how much do you like does it kind of just depend on what it is because there's a the, the want and the need to be first but there's the want and the need to be accurate and be responsible with it too. Right. Like mm-hmm. even like the Kyrie, like all that kind of shit, right? Like everyone trusts shams, but like in the event that he's wrong and you write an article saying this and Nike's like, the fuck are you doing? Kind of like, there's like obviously the tug, like the get to and fro to it. Right. So what kind of goes into yeah. that? Like, how do you dance with responsibility and accuracy, but also trying to be quick, swift and in a hurry? I think part of it's just intuition. 
right? I think I think the best example is that that whole like red SB Tiffany leak that like a lot of places picked up. Um, you know, I know one of our writers came up, he's like, hey, like, should we write about this? And I was like, it don't feel right. Like it just, you know, like I don't, I don't think this is actually happening. Um, but I'd rather be late than wrong when it comes yeah. to stuff. Yeah. Of that magnitude, right? The because SBs are hot, right? If you asked yeah. me three years ago, I would have been like, ah, fuck it, run it. You right. know, like, yeah. Like it's cool, like it's early, like whatever. But now it's like, and obviously the Tiffany line in of itself, right? Like that's that's something you want to respect and you know, diamond and all them. So um yeah stuff like that is tough uh obviously the good thing about right like when brands like, having the cadence and the relationship of like hey i can you know they're asking you know for favors like hey can you take this off like i can ask them for the comment you know i can yeah is this dropping off. yes or no yeah, yeah like and uh, yeah. Or not they they're not going to reply but at the very least like they know um if they need to they know we're working on it right or, yeah we have something in the works like it sometimes it'll be like an email like hey we heard about this we're gonna run with this if you want to come and great if not we're gonna continue to run with it if we're wrong let us know but this is the story and the angle we're going with hmm. so like that part of it's cool but um yeah when it comes to leaks it's just it's hard to tell right because obviously at this point there are some well-established leakers right and yeah a lot of them are being either fed by the brands or by retailers so it's like kind of it there's there's a flow to it now um but obviously there's other things where you're like ah, i don't know and you know yeah. it's it always to- the, the concepts that get me like the they're never yeah. even close but you're like but do i use this picture or do i yeah, yeah. it's like you know it's, it's <laughs> yeah. what we can work with and obviously a lot of it comes down to like attribution right like hey this this image came from them this yeah from them like yeah. we're just reporting the news we're not taking it for and, and obviously if we have to we'll we'll make a sense of like this is actually inaccurate but this is what was said um but yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's tough um, and, it's, and it's still changing. I think like, you know, like I said, sneaker media is still so young in the grand scheme of yeah. general, right? Like this isn't pop culture. This isn't Vogue. Like this is just like, you know, this is, it's still very in, in its native and in infant stages. So um, yeah, it, it's, it's cool. Like to be, you know, kind of have a say in those decisions and to be a part of those conversations with other team members, like, ah, do we leak this? Like, do we run it on social or do we just leak, you know, run it on site and not on social? Like, how does that look yeah. like? I think, I think that that's kind of the, the funny, you get to see like, you know, just cause obviously I, I, we still have communication with Matt, right. The OG, mm-hmm. um, so him kind of like seeing the industry from since the inception uh, from a media perspective to like, you know, the new wave of, of, of writers. Like, I think that that's kind of fun to kind of go back and forth of like, what should, what should and shouldn't be written on speaking of like with matt like how things have i'm sure changed like how have you even and you've only been there for a couple of years how have you seen it change because i'm sure even in that short time it's changed incredibly like i feel like everything now like instagram equals news that's essentially like like you said like if you look through the nice instagram it's just screenshots of your news articles because you need to make sure people see it like people aren't just like Oh, got to check nicekicks.com for the newest yeah. like articles. Like they're like yeah. seeing something on Instagram and then going to the website. Like how have you kind of seen it change? And like, do you like it where it is? Do you see it changing back? Like just in general on how the industry is. I mean, it's social media is essentially news at this point. Yeah. And it's just tough, right? Cause we're, I think right now we are in such an interesting time with social media, right? Twitter. That's a fucking hellscape. I might get banned just for saying that like Instagram, the yeah. algorithm, literally terrible for anyone like i don't think yep. there's tiktok is 
fuck i, I don't i'm not even i'm I don't even, i'm not even on it same me too brother yeah like surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly facebook's the only constant and that's honestly where the most our, our click rate at least for news comes through the most interesting because um, especially for for instagram now right you have to click on the the image like let's say you see it right link in bio you got to click nice kicks then you got to click link in bio and nice kicks then you got to find the story. That's like four steps. Yeah. Like a yeah. lot of people, especially the, you know, the younger demographic of, of, of sneakerheads, like they're not doing all that shit. Like they'll mm. just, they'd rather just see the mock-up and go and make their own story or assumption from them. Yeah. Um, rather. So I think that's part of it too, where, you know, having someone with a journalistic mindset and luckily too, Des, our social media guy, he, he did a lot of journalism classes too. So like, he kind of knows the ins and outs of, of what it takes to kind of present a story. And I think nice kick social has a really good cadence of like, okay, yeah. Like this is, this is like a little bit of a meme. Like there's some funny to it. Like, but like, you're still getting the essential out of it. If you want to go more in depth, great. There's.com. But our social media, I think is, is at the forefront of news. And like, for me, it's cool. You know, like I, I think just seeing that and it challenges me to think like, okay, cool. How can I make my story or like future stories or features like more presentable, because I'm thinking, social. yeah, com. Like I'm thinking, how can I make an interview like pop off on IG, right? Like yeah. if I want in to, ten words, yeah. If yeah. I want to read my shit, I got to make it relevant. You know, yeah. and I think that's one of the things I'm working on still, um, and it, it's a cool challenge. But I think even even before the industry kind of changed over, right? Like in 2016, 2017 of this massive boom, I kind of knew like the dot com isn't going to be the bread and butter but it adds a level of integrity right like yes. yeah you you can be a cook group with an ig platform but like that dot com says something you know like yeah. the news angle says something the presentation of it says something so um i think on that front like i i know where where my writing stands the like the importance of sneaker history and consumption and, and whatnot but um it's, it's still a, a factor and brands respect it right and that's ultimately at the end of the day like one of the most important things because again you build a rapport and it isn't so much being a mouthpiece for them, but more so like being able to have a relationship. Like if a Kyrie thing comes out, if a Kanye thing comes out, asking them to comment, asking them that, you know, like, what's up? Like, what can you say off the record, off the record kind of, yeah. you know, for shit like that. So mm. yeah, it's, I think it's at this point, it's at the level and discretion and disposal of these platforms, like whatever Facebook and Twitter will end up doing, like that's just how we're going to have to adapt. Well, I'm about to be verified on Twitter. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> nothing at that blue check mark. Just put my credit card information in and getting that blue check mark for eight dollars a month. Um, yeah. It's interesting you said that, though. Like, I mean, it makes sense though because we're living in the clickbait generation, right? Where you need to, you need that catchy headline, or no one's going to go out of their way to click four yeah. times to get to the website to read the article. So yeah, it's very interesting yeah. that like, yeah, it's something you need to think about. Like, how can I make this pop in ten words so someone will want to go through that effort to read the entire article um yeah yeah very interesting it's youtube everything's done that right clickbait is as fuck um before mm-hmm. we go as you mentioned your couple other things you have in your life here you just ran the chicago marathon yep. which <gasps> is incredible uh, amazing your, bro. Your, your time was under five hours which is a little over, well, a little over around yeah. five hours Five twelve. 512. That was it. Yeah. I was following you on the, I downloaded the Chicago marathon app so that I could follow my friend Luis and send wow. him a cheer, sent him a cheer on the app. Um, nice. So that's incredible. LT is back on the track, which is cool. I know you said you want to run all the other, what is it? A big five, big six. Uh, big the six. Six. Yeah. I got five left now, but 
six, 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 Berlin, New York, Berlin, London, Boston, uh, uh, Tokyo, Boston, Tokyo. That'd be Tokyo. You're thinking like one a year or like <sighs> a couple years? Um, I, I mean, the cool thing is, right? Like, running, running is one of the very few sports where you get better with age. Yes. Like, like mm. you see Kipchoge, he keeps making PRs every fucking year. He's um, not young either. Like, he's, no. I don't want to say old because Joel is here, but like, he's not young. <laughs> Yeah, like, basically, like every high-profile runner can be a LeBron, right? Like you can be running for twenty years and still yeah. be impressive. Um, so I think, you know, I, I'm not in a rush. Like I got, I got my. I, for me, it was really like I want to get my first marathon out the way. Like yeah. just that mental hurdle, that physical. Because I've trained for them before and I got injured during the process. Um, so like to finally run one healthy and obviously I didn't run. As I would have liked, but I mean, I still did it. Oh, you know, still like, ran a like, fucking marathon. Yeah, about. man. Like, that's not nothing. So uh, for me, it's like, all right, I just want to get my body and my mind in shape of where I, because I used, again, running was like really my thing. I want to get back into that, back into enjoying it, and then really like going crazy on it. Because go ham. The Chicago only came out again because Nike hit me up. They're like, hey, like two weeks into the job, they're like, hey, uh, you want to run Chicago in like October? I knew my body was not ready, but I'm like, Fuck yeah, it. five months is not a long time to prepare for a marathon, like no. to run no. was it 44 kilometers or something stupid. Like, yeah, 26.2 miles, whatever yeah. it is, kilometers. Yeah. So like, it's like, ah, but you know, I, I want this. I want to get it out the way. And Chicago is honestly probably one of the most fun marathons to run because it's so flat. Mm-hmm. Um, like just doing it is probably like one of the, the better of the six to kind of get your first one in. But um yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I'd love to run all six. I hopefully want to get it done within six to seven years. Um, so well, you said it now. That was on the record. So yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. point we'll back to this in six to seven years, and we'll give a shout out to your secondary employer, Manor. I have visited the store. Beautiful location. Um, do you want to give a quick plug to Manor out in Phoenix? Yeah, we're actually opening up our second location now. I didn't uh, know that. In the nice. If anyone's familiar with Arizona, check us out in Gilbert. Uh, hopefully, Gilbert. probably by the time this airs, it'll probably be like a week or two out. Oh wow! Hopefully, you know everything's kind of when it comes to you know a storefront being. But yeah, we got a lot of stuff, exciting stuff on the way. Um, we're year six going on seven, like Super Bowl collab. Oh, oh yeah, it's in Ooh. Phoenix this year. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, obviously, that's yes. obviously a big thing for the sports doing that. Um, we're trying to merge, you know, streetwear and sneakers with golf. Um, and so it's been the real big thing as of late, right? East side, yeah, a few other spots, Malbon, a few other, th- you know, brands have really kind of taken it to heart, even knocked it right, like they're doing, yep. their yeah, stuff, right? So, um, it's a, it's a really cool time to be a part of that. I'm not a golfer by any means, but just time being, to start, yeah. mm, uh. <laughs> Kind of like running, right? Like running is also in this like very infant streetwear phase. Yes. Like, you know, the cool, running. cool, the cool time. Yeah. Running, running cool. right? Yeah, like, exactly. It's like, like it's like New Balance being cool now, right? Like, yes. you know, like everyone wants hokas or not. I don't want to say everyone, but like this is never that did a club. Yes. Like no one saw that shit coming. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it's a really cool time to be especially the only local boutique in, in Arizona, right? Like we have an undefeated. They're from LA. We have a feature. They're from Vegas. Um, oh. Like being like the Arizona uh, boutique is like just That's really fire. Dope. Yeah, That's dope. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I Congrats. can't wait for my invite to the Manor Phoenix Open launch party. Ooh. That will be. Well, I told time. you pull up. You did say to pull up. I think you said I can stay in your house too. So that was a really nice offer. Nice Kicks is going to fly me out there and I'm going <laughs> to. They're right here. They're right here right now. Uh, Luis, this was fire. This was great. This was, yeah, I hope you enjoyed being the interviewee rather than the interviewer for once because uh, this was very enjoyable for us. Appreciate yeah. it. No, of course, man. Uh, thank you to everybody who listened. Wherever you're taking the episode, please leave a comment, review, follow, and or subscribe. Make sure to ca- check out CanadaGotSold.ca to shop the latest CGS merch. Peep to YouTube for our videos and check out CGS Talk on Facebook to chop it up with us. Don't forget to use hashtag CanadaGotSold on Instagram for a feature. I have been Lawrence Hopkins, and you can find me at LDoggyStyles on Instagram. Woof. I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J-O underscore D-3-O's-N-E-Y. Luis, where can they find you? Uh, LT on the track, and the D is the A. Shout out to Zombie on the track. Start from the bottom. Now we're here. Six, ah. six, six. The brand is strong. I'm not even <laughs> joking. Uh, also, to the, oh. yeah, to the Canadian homies out there, uh, eight and a half in those Air Force ones. So <laughs> every single pair of the CLB Air Force. <laughs> Run the shit up. We got right. you. We got you. Thank you for listening to this talk about sneakers for 206, 616 episodes. And please remember to rock your kicks. This has been True to Size. We have been CGS and LT on the track, and we are out. Strong, right? In front. Hey, I didn't even mention it on the pod, but um, Drake's dad follows me on IG, which is wild. Oh, word! I don't know why. You told me that actually. Yeah, I never followed him back for the longest. I literally forgot. Hey, Drake's dad follows me, and I went to like, I'm like, does he still? And I'm like, oh, you know, the whole follow back thing. I'm like, yeah, shit, (laughs) my bad. Damn, that's your in, bro. Aside from yeah. us, that's your in. Yeah, my bad, Dennis. You know, Dennis. <laughs> Damn. Now you got Can I Got Soul and Dennis Graham. Shit, you are Shit. basically yeah, Obio Luis, baby. <laughs> <laughs>